0: And uh, the, the example that, that, that I thought of was um, um, the, the first day Judah and Lily went to school. Any parents remember? When, the first day your kids go to school. Personally, I was elated. I, I, I couldn't wait to get the kids out. I'm, I'm like, we, we got 12 more grades of this, and then we're good, you know. <laughs> uh, you know it, it was the right thing. They're, they're, they're getting older. They, have, they can't stay in the house anymore. Can't, can't, they, they got to go out and learn. It's, it's progress. It's good. And yet you should have seen their mother. I mean, the tears in her eyes, the frustration. I, I mean, after they left, uh, we had to take her for therapy with Rick and Sandy Hankins after this. It was You know, she was conflicted within her soul because she knew that this is part of life. This is moving forward. This is change. This is good. This is the right thing. And yet I still have this sorrow and this confliction within my soul. I know that this is the truth. This is good for my children. And yet I'm conflicted. I have sorrow and suffering within myself. You know, I thought of another example of, you know, for, for me in my life, it, it was two years ago that my dad went to heaven. And, and there are moments when, when it's usually when like good things happen, like the first thing, and that's still to this day, I gotta call my dad. It's like the first thought that goes through me. When, when something bad happens, I got to call my dad. And, and I realize I can't call him. He's in heaven. I, I should be elated. I should be happy. My dad's in heaven. I'm going to see him again. And yet my heart is so conflicted because of the sorrow and the brokenness that I have in the present now. I have a conflicted heart. And this guy who, who's writing uh, in the book of Psalms, he's, he's got issues, he's struggling. He, he's talking about all, all of the wicked people that are coming against him, all the anguish that's in his soul. He's, he's troubled. He's broken. He, he needs Jesus, right? Because when you have faith, everything, doubt and, and fear and trembling has to go, right? I, I, I mean, th- this guy needs a life group. Right? Because if he was in a life group, we would tell him, come on, snap out of it. Jesus loves you. The best is yet to come. What's the matter with you? Stop living through your feelings. You know, get over it, man. You know, we could have told him that. You know, but but is it okay to be this honest with God? Is it okay to tell God... That right now, I don't know what in the world is going on in my life, and I feel like I, 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 I'm suicidal. I, I feel completely overwhelmed. I feel broken. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know which way is up. I don't know what the future holds for me. Uh, is it okay? I mean, a lot of people would say that person doesn't know Jesus because, because that, that, that he just washes everything away. I mean, who wrote this anyway? This, this guy says at the top, what was written by David. David, who's David? David, oh, that, I remember. I'm glad the pastor reads the Bible, aren't you? I remember this guy, David. He was the man after God's own heart. He, he was the guy that knew God's heart better than anybody. <laughs> and, and, and yet, in this moment, His heart is overwhelmed by terror and trouble and horrors and fears. He has this confliction within his soul, within his his, his innermost heart. His emotions are schizophrenic. He has a bipolar soul. He has a bipolar heart just like me and just like you. Is your heart conflicted? (laughs) Because on one scene, david writes these beautiful psalms remember remember one of them let's see if i remember the lord is my i shall not want he maketh me lie down in green pastures he restores my soul and then he says yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil and then two chapters later he's saying fear overwhelms me (laughs) oh i love the bible it's real I mean, on one hand, I I shall not fear. On another hand, I am overwhelmed by fear. I want to take my own life. I I mean, because depending on what time you ask me, I, I could be, you know, fearless on one time and then totally afraid and broken another time. Depending on the week, depending on the day, sometimes depending on the hour, we have such a conflicted soul. So what? is terrorizing your heart this morning? What is overwhelming your emotions? What is going on within you? What is overwhelming you from the inside out? I, I didn't want to put a name to what you're feeling because I didn't want you to just label it as just this, but I thought maybe you would need some help. So I, I, I need some volunteers to help me. I, I know I reached out to a couple people. Uh, Al, come up here, or down here, come down here. Down here, Thomas. Bobby, Bobby, come here. Diamond. And, and I need one more, one more person, one more person to help me out. One more person. I'll, I'll just start picking you out. Oh, oh, there he is. He stood up. You better get down here, buddy. Come on, come on. Don't have all day. All right. All right, I, I thought about what is overwhelming your soul. And I thought, Al, how you doing, Al? Good. You good? You're not nervous or anything, right? You ready for this? I, I thought about all the different things that terrorize and overwhelm our souls, overwhelm our hearts. I, I, I thought about what prevents us from living the John 10.10 life, the, the, the conflicting things, emotions in our Hearts. I thought the first one that um, I would name would be our, our failures. I, I feel like for a lot of people, uh, the failures, particularly in our past, really can haunt our hearts, can haunt our future, can keep us bound to moving forward. You know, a, a failed marriage that, that somebody went through. And it's embarrassing, a failed business. You, you put yourself out there and you started a business and then, and then it failed and, and then you're embarrassed and now you're afraid to step back out in faith because of your failures. They control you, they haunt you, they're in your heart. And every time you think about stepping back out, those failures are right there, terrorizing you. They're in your soul. I thought about the next one we, we could do is, uh, this is mine, this is the worst one for me it's the one that makes me bite my nails, anxiety. I mean, a, a lot of us this morning, we are terrorized with anxiety in our hearts. We worry so much about our future. We worry about things that are never gonna happen and we lose sleep over it. We, 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 we get angry over it. We shake. We, we hide. We quiver. We become a different person. We put a mask on to try and hide the anxiety within our souls, within our hearts. We're overwhelmed by it. And we come to church, and yet still the anxiety remains. I, I thought about the next one. Insecurity. This is one that, that really overwhelms a lot of people's souls where you're so insecure about what other people think of you that you're so conscious of it every single time somebody introduces themselves or tells you about their job or how good their life is, you suddenly feel so insecure about your life and your job or lack thereof or the fact that, that you're not at a certain point in your life as so-and-so because you compare yourself to other people your age and you compare yourself to your other siblings and your friends from high school or college or whatever it may be. And now you're so insecure about how you look and, and it makes you try and put a mask on and pretend to be somebody else or maybe, it gives you an overconfidence because you think you need to overcompensate for the weakness and the insecurity that's within you. A lot of us, we're, we're haunted by this guy. What are you? Insecurity. insecurity. You're, not in, you're just representing it, right, Thomas? All right. I thought about another one. This is a, this is a big one. Temptations. A lot of our hearts are overwhelmed by temptations. I mean, it, it, it's just like I wake up and the temptation is there, and then and then I go a day later, I didn't give in to it, and then the temptation is there again. It's like it's relentless. It's like it's that that neighborhood salesman that's trying to sell me solar panels that keeps knocking on my door. I hope he's not here. He may be, maybe watching online. But every single week, I was just driving by your house. I thought I'd knock on your door. You got a great roof for solar panels, and I'm too nice to tell him no. <laughs> maybe i'll end up buying them but i but isn't that what temptation does you end up buying it don't you because you're just so sick and tired of having it ring in your ear day after day you feel like the only way you could get it to stop is just give in to that temptation and then i thought about the last one you look you look hurt that's what you look like you're gonna you're gonna be hurt this morning and a lot of us are haunted by our hurts, hurts of what other people did to us. Some, maybe it's not what other people did to you. Maybe it's what other people didn't do to you, didn't do for you, father that wasn't there for you, uh, a friend that betrayed you. And you have this hurt, this wound within your soul, and you carry it with you into this abundant life. and. And when you see that person or when you go to get into a new relationship, you carry that old hurt with you. And and we have our failures, our anxieties, our insecurities, our temptations, and our hurts. F-A-I-T-H. What's that spell? What's that spell? And, and this is what happens. You guys are gonna, just gonna stay up here for a minute, okay? Don't be on your cell phones. Is we, we think when I have faith and I accept Jesus, then they gotta go away. They they gotta go. They gotta go. And 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 so I, I I come up for the altar call, or I give my life to Jesus, or I get baptized, and 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 I thought everything is supposed to go. I'm not gonna ever have to deal with failures or hurts or anxieties or insecurities or temptations ever again. And so we say, you know, I, I give my life to you, Jesus. Forgive me my sins. Amen. And then I wake up Monday morning. Guess who's still there. You guys were supposed to go. And and I know some some people and this may be a little controversial but I don't care. Uh, Some people may say that, that, yeah, when when you come to Jesus, you are a new creation, you get a new heart, and yes, you do, but there are some old friends that hang out in that new heart that will try and terrorize even your new heart, and people that will try and tell you that when you come to Jesus that these things are never going to bother you again, they're just really good at hiding it. Yeah, put your hands together. That, 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 that's good preaching right there. Because anyone that tells you that just because you know Jesus, that you're never going to have anxiety or insecurities or temptations or 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 hurts that are going to come back, they are lying to themselves. And they want themselves on the outside to look a lot better than what's going on on the inside of them. And, and so I, I said amen, and you guys, you're still here. I, I thought I, could, I, I I could I could... I could chase them away. You know, if David couldn't chase them away. And this is what happens. Sometimes we feel it's our fault. Like, I'm doing something wrong. I still have anxiety. I'm still insecure. Maybe it's because I'm not holy enough. Maybe it's because I'm not reading the Bible enough. Maybe it's because I'm not coming to church enough. And so suddenly we put it on us and we put condemnation on ourselves. Like, we're not doing a good job. And yet, this is the thing. You can't chase them away can't do it all right all right if i can't chase you guys away then maybe maybe i could escape it maybe i could just become a bird and fly far far away God, make me a bird so I can fly far, far away from my failures and my my anxieties and my insecurities and my temptations and my hurts. Just make me a bird so I can fly far, far away. The problem is it's not something that's happening around you. It's something that's happening within you. And you can't run away from what's happening inside of you. I I mean, if it was a person, I, I could run. If it was a bomb, I could, I, could, I could jump or I could throw it away, but what if the bomb's inside of you? <laughs> what do you do when it's you? I, I came to the shore and all these guys came with me. <laughs> got a new job and there's temptation sitting right next to me at my new cubicle. I thought if I got a new girlfriend, everything would change. My whole world would be perfect from the inside out. And then suddenly you realized you can't run from you. You can't get away from yourself. So if I can't, if I can't have it chased away, if I can't have it escaped away, then maybe I'll just numb it. Because I tried everything, maybe I'll just, I'll just numb it. And so we try and numb it. Because I can't get rid of this feeling inside of me, so so I just want to become numb. And so we, we use drugs, we cover ourselves up with masks every single day to try and cover up what's going on on the inside. I can't run, so I'll just numb. But we all know that's not the answer. We all know that when you wake up, you're still the same person with the same anxieties and insecurities and and temptations within yourself. It's just a temporary fix. God doesn't want us to ever have a temporary fix. He wants us to have an abundant life. So what do I do? How do I live with this in my life? If I can't get rid of it, what do I do? Maybe this is what we could do. Maybe we can expect it, expose it, and let faith block it. One of the reasons why these guys always destroy and defeat us is because they're, 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 they're kind of like hidden. We didn't expect him to pop out again in that moment. And, and we're, we're thinking to ourselves, what do I do, God? Like, like, what, I like to scare my wife. Any, any husbands like to scare their wives here? A couple, <laughs> Jack, that hand was up really strong. I like that. Very, very like, yes, that is me. I am the wife scarer. Uh, and, and like, like, that's what I do. I scare my wife. I love to scare my kids. They're so easy. Like, it doesn't even have to be dark in the house and they get scared. They just have to yell a little bit. Uh, but my wife's a little tougher. And uh, I love to, to kind of, you know, jump out and, and scare. I used to do this a lot more when we didn't have kids. And I, I was talking to her yesterday. I was like, do you remember, like, any times when, like, I really got you, like, really, really, really good? And she was like, yeah, there was this one time when uh, I was coming down the stairs and i didn't know it but she she had a, a big jug of milk in her hands and i didn't know i didn't know it, I, I, I didn't know it. And, and so she's coming down the stairs i hear her coming i see the shadow and i just jump out like ah she throws the milk right up milk lands on her you know she slips on the floor i'm like you know oh my god that went horribly wrong any like anyone ever have a scare that goes horribly wrong you know, like, I, I Googled that the other day. Oh, my God, it's hysterical. Like, this one dude, I like jumped out, just got punched right in the face. You know, jumped out of the trash can. Because they told the guy that was going to get scared that this guy's going to jump out of the trash can and try and scare you. So he was ready for the dude to jump out of the trash can. So when he jumped out of the trash can, he just punched him right in the face. <laughs> just Google it, okay? Just Google it. You know, that, that could have gone, like, incredibly... Oh, you guys don't have to start playing now. I got like 30 minutes left, but you guys could chill up there. That's, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, but that was great. I, I, Gina, in, in like five minutes, I'll give you the cue. Um, and, and, and so, where was I? Oh, yes. She had a jug of milk in her hands. Now, if I had texted Diamond and said, hey, Dave, Dub, just so you know, when you come down the stairs, uh, I'm going to pop out and try and scare you. She could have been ready. She could have poured that milk on my head. She could have kicked me right in the stomach. She wanted to because she knew that it was coming. The reason why certain things are still defeating you is because they're hidden in your life. They're hidden. And the first thing that you need to do is, number one, you need to expect it because you are a child of the Most High God. You have a calling on your life and God wants to use you in a mighty way. And because now you are saved and sanctified and in the kingdom of God, you have an adversary that wants to stop you, that wants to stop you in your tracks and wants you to quit and give up and allow temptation and anxiety and insecurity and all these guys to win and paralyze you. So you need to expect the fact that you are going to be attacked. You are gonna have moments when Satan is going to be in your face wanting you to give up and have doubt overwhelm your heart. But this is what you have to do. Say, I'm ready for that because I got something for you, failure. I got something for you. What are you, anxiety? Because my failures show God's strength. So I don't have to be overwhelmed by my failures because my failures give God's grace and opportunity to shine bright to this world. So I got a better word over failure. That's what Jesus does. He gives you a better word to speak over your anxieties. I, I, yeah, I still have anxieties, but you know what? My anxieties don't have me. And I have a God who I could talk to, and I could, he's the great counselor. I, I could go to the great counselor, give my anxieties to him. Yeah, I may have to face them day after day, but you know what? what? I have a God that's with me day after day that will never leave me nor forsake me I got something for this what what, what were you again insecure man yeah you may not be perfect you may have some insufficiencies in your life but we serve the great I am and every area you think I'm not good enough I'm, I'm not this I'm not that you know what we have a God who says I am you may not be but I am Am I preaching okay? Because I got a better word. And I may still have old temptations, and I feel like it's just a matter of time before I give in, but I got a better word. For I shall never be tempted beyond what I can bear for my God will always give me a way to escape. I got a better word over my temptations. I got a better word. Yeah, I got hurts. I got hurts. You got hurts. People are going to hurt us. People are going to betray us. People are going to offend us. But when I'm offended, that just gives me an opportunity to show them the forgiveness of God in their life. I I get to go in the opposite direction and show them what it's all about, that you can offend me, but I'm still going to forgive you. And so I I could expect it. I could expose it. And then I'm going to let faith block it. Oh, this is so good. Oh, this is so good. You need to get this. Because when you come to Jesus and you have faith, these guys don't go away. But what you get, the Bible says, above all else, take up the shield of faith. The shield of faith. And these guys, turn around. Turn around. Look at me. Look at me. You you, you may still be there. But you can't get to me anymore. You can't get to me anymore, hurt. I still feel the hurt, but the hurt can't get to me. The hurt can't stop me. The anxiety, I still may have, but you can't get to me like you used to. Because I have faith, and faith blocks you from getting to me. I may have the same insecurity, but it's not going to control me. It's not going to paralyze me, because faith will block every fiery dart that the enemy will throw at me, every temptation, every failure that I may go through. I have a faith shield where you cannot get to me any longer. And some of us, let's hear it from him. Thank you very much. That was, you guys did a fabulous job. piano cue. That wasn't actually half an hour, but faith lifts your perspective. Every person that I baptized last Sunday, I made sure that I told every single one of them that when you go home and you go to work on Monday, you're going to have to go to the same job and you're going to be making the same amount of money and you're gonna have the same people around you. Don't think that everything around you is gonna change in that moment. But what is gonna change is the perspective of how you see everything in your life. What's gonna change is what's happening within your spirit, that there is faith rising in your soul to face every temptation and every failure and every fear that they may still be there, but they don't have me anymore. I don't bow down to my failures and my temptations any longer. I bow down to Jesus. Jesus is my faith blocker that they may still be in my heart. I'm not going to deny what I'm feeling, but I'm going to proclaim that I have a higher power and his name is Jesus. And when I have Jesus, I could tread on every serpent, every scorpion, every temptation, every anxiety, that you're not going to stop me any longer. I'm moving on. I am going higher. One more verse of scripture I want to read, and then... You guys can stand to your feet if if you're able to right now. Um, It's one of of my favorite stories in the Bible. It's it's the story of uh, this guy, uh, Elisha. And Elisha was an Old Testament prophet. And in this moment, he is surrounded by the, uh, I, I think it was the Syrian army was surrounding him. And it's just, it's just uh, Elisha and his little servant boy. And the servant boy goes out there and he sees the army that is surrounding them. He walks around and they're everywhere. I mean, he can't even see the forest because they're just, just surrounded. And, and you know what, that sometimes that's how it feels, isn't it? Like, like your heart is just surrounded by, by these guys. Surrounded. And then the, the, the boy comes in and says, I don't know what to do. We're, we're, we're surrounded. And then, then Elisha says, he says, go look again. And then he says this prayer. He says, God, open his eyes to what's really happening. And the little boy goes back out there. And this time, yeah, he still sees the Syrian army there. But he also sees the army of God surrounding the Syrian army. That your enemy may surround you, but your God surrounds your enemies. And so I may wake up on Monday morning with the same anxiety, but my God surrounds my anxiety. You can't get to me any longer. You can't stop me any longer. I have a breakthrough coming. My breakthrough is here now. If this message was for you, I just want you to just lift both hands in the air right now, boldly and unashamed. If you need a breakthrough in your heart, your conflicted heart, let's just just repeat this after me right now. My breakthrough is here. Breakthrough over my failures. Breakthrough over my anxiety. Breakthrough over my insecurities breakthrough over every temptation, breakthrough over my hurts, and by faith, I see a miracle. By faith, come on, I see a miracle. My breakthrough is here now. Amen. Give the Lord a big hand clap. Let's, let's sing that right now. Come on, man. Come on, put those hands together.
1: I know breakthrough is coming by faith. I see a miracle. My God made me a promise, and it won't stop now. I know a breakthrough is coming by faith. I see a miracle. My God made me a promise and it won't stop now oh, no. I, know I know a breakthrough is coming by faith i see a miracle my god made me a promise that it won't stop now i know a breakthrough is coming by A miracle, my God, made me a promise, and it won't stop now. Your presence is an open door. We want you Lord like never before. Your presence, your presence an open door.